Hey everyone, welcome to the More Children's and Youth Leadership Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be listening to Kylie Tong bring an incredibly inspiring talk from More Conference 2021 that was all about growing through it. Kylie was a keynote speaker at More Conference 2021, and at the time, Kylie was the Territorial Candidate Secretary and enjoyed that she got to spend her days encouraging people to consider what God is asking them to do with their lives and working closely with those who want to explore Salvation Army officership. Kylie loves being out in nature and traveling to new places, and she's passionate about being a follower of Jesus, her family, and living life to the full. Let's hear what Kylie has to say about growing through it. Uh, Joseph, the book of Joseph, the story of Joseph inspires me and it challenges me and uh, it gives me an incredible example of how to do life in ministry, how to do my personal life and just basically how to live. When the Bible picks up the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 37, he's 17 and obviously his father really loves him but all of his siblings hate him. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. Being hated by your siblings. I've got two older siblings and uh, we get on well. We always have. There's been the odd disagreement when we were younger, but they are good friends and uh, to be hated by them is something I can't quite imagine. But maybe that's part of your story. If you look around the room for a minute, can we just turn these lights down just a tiny bit? Just look and see how different everyone is. Actually look around, like not metaphorically, just (laughs) have a look around. Um, There's no identical twins in the room. Um, We are all different. None of us look the same, and that's a good thing. But just as different as we look, our stories are just as different. The challenges that we face, the things that are, are really hard in our lives, that are maybe unseen, we all have them. Uh, Some of them we will share, just like we share some features, um, but our stories will be different. The challenges that you are facing right now will be unique to you. The challenges that you've faced over the last year will be unique to you. We've all been through COVID. We've all done lockdown, so we have some shared challenges. But there will be other things layered on those things and underneath those things that are yours alone. And so how do we learn from Joseph's life as to how how we face those challenges? How many people have taught the story of Joseph in kids' church? Yeah. It's it's a good story. Uh, We probably remember the main points, just like that video. It's kind of like the, um, the highlights of Joseph's life. But when we read, and even when we heard that, there was a line that came through. God was with Joseph. And as you read the story of Joseph, and I encourage you to to actually have a read of it in Genesis 37 onwards. It's quite a long story. Uh, But read between the lines. Don't just read at face value. But what was actually, what would it have felt like to be Joseph in those moments? His brothers hated him. It's a sentence. What did it feel like to be hated? Joseph didn't help himself. He was a bit arrogant to begin with, let's be honest. Maybe not the wisest choices. But God was with Joseph in the years that were ahead of him. Um, I just want to share one of my challenging uh, moments of ministry. Um, 
When I say moment, I mean three years. Um, there was a time when I was, um, as a Salvation Army officer, put in charge of an early childhood centre, uh, which I hadn't done before, so that was new. Uh, but the, um, the person running the centre really didn't like me at all. She didn't want the Salvation Army present. She didn't want the Salvation Army involved with the centre that she had been running um, quite independently from the Salvation Army for a number of years. And so um, I came in as an appointed Salvation Army officer and um, just did my best to serve and to love and to build relationship. But um, it got to the point where, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I'd drive into the property and I'd see her car there and I just, yeah, it wasn't good. I just had this sinking feeling. Um, and if you've ever been in a situation where you found someone really difficult uh, to interact with and um, just that horrible, gnarly feeling that you get and you feel a little bit sick, um, yeah, that's how I felt. So I would drive up and um, I had to challenge some of the, the practices of the centre. Um, I wasn't qualified, um, but uh, there were some fairly foundational things. And uh, when I would bring these things up, she would yell at me. Um, she would tell me what she thought of me. Oh, and I would sit there <laughs> and take it. And it was horrible. It was really hard. And it wasn't a one-off thing. This was a, a thing. And, and so I'd um, try and get advice of how do I deal with this. And I'd say, OK, God, give me what I need. And I remember this one day I walked over. So there, on the property, there was uh, my office. And then I'd walk across about 50 metres to um, the early childhood centre. And um, what had happened was there were too many kids on site for our licence. So there was about 10 to 12 too many kids. And I just discovered this, that this was a, a regular thing. So I'd rung up and um, got some advice. What do I do? And they said, those kids need to go home and they need to go home today. And I was like, <gasps> OK. So I walked over um, kind of with that sick feeling and uh, really nervous, like the, you know, the nervous energy. And I went into her office and I said, hey, um, I need to talk to you. And um, I sat down and it, I said what I discovered and what needed to happen. Um, and she just let loose. Um, and I sat there and it was like there was this protective shield over me. Um, and I could hear her words and I could see her tears. And I was just like, oh. and I felt nothing. My nerves were gone and I had this incredible confidence and peace and just let the words come. And then when she had finished, I said, okay, this is what we need to do. Um, and I was like, who is this? <laughs> I didn't, didn't recognize myself in that moment. Um, it was amazing. It was an incredible experience. And uh, the upshot is we, we made all the phone calls, we sent the kids home, we put new um, policies and procedures in place to stop happening again. But I knew without a shadow of a doubt in that moment that God was with me. And so when I read the story of jo Joseph and it says God was with him, we can just read that as God was with him. Four words, four little words. words. But the reality of experiencing a moment where you know you don't have what it takes and you can say God was with me. That is an incredible gift. Um, and through that... I learned some stuff. I learned that God is enough, even when I'm not. Um, and there was a competence and a confidence 
and um, some character building that happened during that time because it was tough. Now, if I'd gone into that centre and it had all been easy, I would not have learnt those things. And so, while it was hard and horrible at the time, and I didn't feel particularly grateful for the situation while I was in the middle of it, um, it wasn't too long, probably another year, maybe six months, I could look back and say, God, thank you. That was an incredible experience and I wouldn't be who I am now on this side of it if it wasn't for those things. And the person that I was after it was the person that God needed for what was to come. So the theme um, for this weekend, you'll see it on the front of your book, is growing through it. So the fact is that the challenging times will come. I don't need to tell you that because you've already been through them. You may be in the middle of a tough time right now. God is with you. That's the first thing I wanted to share. When I look at the life of Joseph, I think about when he must have arrived, when he was sold and he arrived at his new place. We read that he worked. He gave all that he had. Uh, Joseph had every reason in the world to be bitter, to be cynical, to be upset, to be mad at the world, to be mad at God, to be mad at everything. He was treated completely unfairly. He was not given justice. He was sold into slavery. And when he arrived there, he gave all he had. He could have been a horrible person to work with. He could have destroyed all his relationships, everybody he came into contact with. But he built relationship. He became trusted. He had influence. God was with him. And through that, he grew in competence. He grew in confidence. And he grew in character. What would have happened, I wonder, if he had chosen bitterness instead of betterness? I know that's not actually a word. <laughs> but what, what if he had, he, he decided to become better, right? God was with him and he chose the life of growing through it. What would have happened, I wonder, if when he was falsely accused of rape and thrown into prison, not just for a short time, but for many years, what would have happened if in his prison cell he had found the darkest, backest corner and sat down and sulked? When people came by his cell that he'd said nothing, or that he'd said, I don't belong here, go and make it right. And until you do, I'm just going to make your life miserable. What would have happened if he had been that guy? Have you ever been that guy? I know sometimes I've been that guy. But obviously while he was in prison, he was still a man of influence. God was with him. I wonder what it looked like in his relationships in prison. The prisoners trusted him. When the prisoners had dreams, they came to him and said, Joseph, God is with you. What does this mean? Can you help me? 
because God was with him, he became a person of influence. And when he came out of prison, finally, there was some justice in his life. He proved himself again. God was with him. He could have said to Potiphar and to those around, no, I'm not going to do anything for you. Why would I do anything for you? You've just put me in prison. I was wrongly accused, and I've just spent the better part of my life in prison. Why would I do anything for you? But he interpreted the dream. God was with him, and then he was put in charge. He was given incredible influence because God was with him. He gave everything he had. Just reflect for a moment about what challenges you might be facing in your life at the moment. Maybe in your personal world, maybe in your ministry, maybe with relationships. If someone was to look at your life now, at my life now, I wonder if they would say, the Lord is with Kylie. The Lord is with Julia. The Lord is with Bevan. The way that people can see whether the Lord is with us is whether we're bitter or whether we're better. What does bitterness look like? You know when you get that email and you want to reply this way because there's hurt? What does it look like for the Lord to be with you in that moment? What does your response look like? Or do you sulk? Or do you talk about it with other people? Bitterness can be easy because uh, when we're hurt, we want to tell people. We want, we want to bring people down a peg, maybe. We want to set, set it right. We want to fight for our reputation. When the Lord was with Joseph, he didn't fight for his reputation. He just continued to live with integrity and in the presence of the living God. I know for myself that I can feel which way I'm going, <laughs> uh, whether I'm going towards bitterness um, and being a bit cynical or whether um, I'm choosing to respond because the Lord is with me. As we've um, gathered this weekend, it's a bit of a gift, isn't it? I know for myself, um, I'm often traveling around or doing different things, and when I'm at my home core of Johnsonville, I'm generally um, with the intermediate kids. So I'm not often in church. Uh, so it's a bit of a gift for those that um, live that life, that are in kids' church a lot, or uh, with youth, uh, to have this time of actually, God, what is it that you've got for me? Uh, we can sometimes be busy feeding others, um, and pouring into the lives of others, uh, that it's good to have a weekend like this, to say, God, what is it that you're wanting to pour into me? And there's been some great messages um, 
in workshops and seminars where I'm sure you've got some gems that God's got for you. And I guess I just want to put another layer on that and um, just encourage you in your own personal relationship with God. It's easy to give out and sometimes not realize that we've stopped filling. And so the Lord being with us is key to ministry. When we feel we can do it and when we feel we can't. When the Lord is with us, we will become better. We will grow through tough situations. We won't become bitter, but we will become better. We'll become better in our our competencies and our confidence in God and in our abilities that he's given us. And our character will begin to grow if we allow him to grow us. I love the verse in Lamentations 3.22 says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, but his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And I love that picture of not being consumed when things are tough, because there will be people here that are right in the middle of really challenging situations. And I love God's promise, because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed. Those things won't eat us up for his compassions, his love for us. We're saying it this morning. You see me, you know me, you love me. His compassions, that never fails. His mercies are new every morning. Tomorrow when you're at home and you wake up, his mercies are new for your day. Great is your faithfulness. When you go through the tough stuff, I'm sure Joseph experienced the faithfulness of God. When things didn't go well in his life, the Lord was with him and he knew God's faithfulness. It's a pretty simple message this morning. Not sure if we passed our 10 minutes out there. (laughs) But um, the Lord is with us. And um, I don't know about you, but that really gives me an incredible confidence and a hope that no matter what I face, no matter what you face, the Lord is with you. He is faithful. It's a simple message, but it's one that we can maybe sometimes know. We've just got to let sink down. Whether it's our ministry, whether it's our personal life, God is with us. And it will be seen in the way we do life, the way we do ministry, the way we do family. The Lord is with us. Choose to be better and not bitter. I, w- I wasn't sure whether to say this or not, but I, I, I do wonder if um, sometimes there might be bitterness that has come in that we're not even really aware of that's what it is. Um, there, if there's someone in your world that you refuse to speak to, <laughs> that you're not okay with, uh, then I just want that to come to the surface this morning. I think um, we can do all the good in the world, but there is an enemy, and the war that rages is very real, and sometimes what can um, bring down um, our effectiveness, our influence in ministry is these things that have just been sitting 
and they've kind of become a bit stagnant and they're not that it's not a new problem but maybe it's an old one and um, I just felt that I needed to say that this morning. wasn't sure if I was going to, but if that's something for you, um, I know the enemy does want to just get in and, and break down relationships, and um, it takes kind of humility, a lot of humility, and courage to um, to put those things right. Uh, we most of most of us here work in ministry with somebody, uh, whether you are leading a team of volunteers or whether you're a volunteer who's led by someone. And um, sometimes that bitterness creeps in through relationship breakdown. And so that's just a real practical thing um, that I think it's good for us to think about occasionally. How are my relationships uh, within my team? How are my relationships uh, with other ministry teams? How are my relationships uh, with friendships, with colleagues? Um, Is there some bitterness that's taken root somewhere in my life? that um, is just holding me back. It's maybe um, putting a bit of a block of feeling that real presence of God is with me. God is for me. God is always for you. How you feel it um, might look a little different. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got something out of it, maybe a little nugget of wisdom or a practical tip you can start implementing in your ministry. If you want to check out more, you can head to our website, www.moreconference.co.nz for the most up-to-date news and content from us. We'll see you next time on the More Children's and Youth Leadership Podcast.